0: there's never been a better time to be a direct-to-consumer business. Join us as we uncover the strategies and scaling secrets of the world's most disruptive brands and agencies. This is DTC by Pilot House.
1: Hello and welcome to the All Killer, No Filler podcast. My name is Kyle Guilfoyle in place for Eric Dick. We have a stack crew today with Pilot House co-founder Kyle Hitchcocks, as well as senior media buyers, Taylor Kane, Grayson Rudsky, and head of Amazon, Robert Russell. Um, how are you guys doing today?
0: Very good, Kyle. Thank you.
1: You're very welcome. Yes. Doing great. Uh, awesome. So, uh, so this was a big week for you guys, uh, with, with, uh, with Prime Day. Um, what, uh, how did it go and, um, and what were some, some takeaways? Let's frame it a little bit. It crushed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me just frame this a little bit. So, a longstanding client moved them on to uh, Facebook primarily. Um, deep integration, helping with other things along along the way. Um, working with them for about seven, eight months now. Started around what was our what what was our spend when we started with them?
2: Not. It was a uh, I think five five figures a month to start.
0: Okay. And what are we spending on Facebook as of say two weeks ago?
2: Two weeks ago, um, we saw a fairly big uptick in some scale, but we were we were probably pacing, you know, for three to five hundred k a month.
0: Cool. And then uh, Rob, so Rob here heads up Amazon, and this is really this is the important part. We've 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 dabbled with this a little bit in bridging Facebook and Amazon strategies. So um, we'll get into the details of that, but. Um, just a really exciting week and a a short implementation. Um, Rob, what did we, when did we start Amazon and, and, uh, what was the, the spend and, and where are we at now for
3: spend? Uh, we started in mid July with, um, this client and this month were, we hit, started mid July. We hit sixty thousand rev in our second month, and sorry, forty thousand in our second month, sixty in our third, and then we broke well over a hundred this month. Rev.
1: Cool. So, um, so, so, for anybody who doesn't know, because um, I'm not gonna lie, before starting at Pilot House, I I never heard of Prime Day. What what is Prime Day?
3: Prime Day is Amazon's made-up holiday um, where Amazon sellers give discounts um, essentially. So think of it another version of Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Apart from that weekend, I believe it's the biggest weekend or biggest days on Amazon. Um, normally it's in July. This year was a bit unique. They delayed it because of COVID. Uh, so it ran October 13th, 14th. So people were skeptical uh, being this close to Black Friday uh, and the holiday shopping season, whether it would be a bigger Prime Day or a people would be waiting more for the, the Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals. Uh, Yeah.
1: And what it would, so uh, I think it, I think it, because it was
3: successful, um, that that wasn't the case that it was, you know, people, people flocked to it. Yeah. People flocked to it. It did really well. um, As well as it was a really good opportunity for Amazon sellers to boost their rank as a final push before Black Friday. So if you got your listings dialed in, you can really capitalize on all that additional sales volume and really solidify your organic ranks for the semi-like I mean, holiday shopping season.
0: And so guys. Oh sorry, Kyle.
3: No. Well, I, I was gonna ask
1: how 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 does like what are the, the best practices? I mean, I'm sure there are many, but what are the
3: best practices to dialing in that that Amazon ranking? Um First off is focus on your listing um, because if you get people to an unoptimized un- un- listing, that's not optimized for conversions, it's just not going to work. Um, so I mean really the success of Prime Day conversions on Amazon is done beforehand. Um, so make sure your images are dialed in, make sure your bullet points contain all your relevant keywords, but are not just jargon so they can sell the product and contain your relevant keywords. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with your title and uh, your A plus content, if you're brand registered or your product description, if you're not. Uh, yeah and then from that it moves towards PPC, so making sure for prime day specifically you 've got room in your budgets you 've got your max A cost bumped up you 've got your bids um, adjusted um, in terms of the additional competition that's going to be there uh, yeah
0: so what does that mean for like after so it 's prime day right so this happened our our, our in brackets readers um, are going to regret that maybe they didn't make those optimizations beforehand, but we are going into you know, Black Friday uh, season, Q4. Um, what what are the benefits now for the rest of the year and, and forward with the, with the experiences you just gained?
3: So we weren't even on the top 100 list for our category, um, not even close to, and now we're in the top 30, I believe. Um, so that just gives you an idea of the rank, and that's going to really help our organic sales. Um, but at the same time, we've now... Tested a strategy that we can apply with confidence um, for Black Friday Cyber Monday, or even Boxing Day, uh, and we can make some tweaks um, and fix the things that maybe didn't work so well, um, or just run it the same because it, it did really well. I'm
1: I'm re- I'm really curious because because this we're in uncharted territory, especially uh, I imagine especially in Amazon um, Amazon world just because of you know inventory issues and. Um, you know, people are going to be flocked. They're going to continue to flock even more to the platform. Uh, I'm curious what what you've seen that's that surprised you, and and how you've been how you've been navigating it, and how like what you're planning to do. Uh, you know, as we continue racing toward the end of uh, the end of Q4. Um,
3: one thing we're doing is we're preparing to do FBM. Listings for most of our clients for their top products. Um, Which just, is f- fulfilled by merchants? F- yes, fulfilled by merchants. Sorry. Um, just because with the inventory restrictions and the delays we're going to see, we don't want to sacrifice sales velocity um, just to not stock out. We don't want to stock out because that's going to hurt our rank. So we've talked to all our clients and we actually did a like first day of Prime Day, we overshot our goals. We sold out all of our product. We switched to FBM that night and then we had another big day the next day on purely FBM listings. Um, so with one of our clients, we didn't have to do that. Um, cause we had enough inventory, but we're getting all those listings set up and the infrastructure there for Black Friday, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Um, cause it looks like we're going to be close. So.
1: Awesome. So, so key
3: takeaway is, don't just put all your eggs in in Amazon's basket, essentially. Yeah, um, especially if you have those inventory limits, um, which is really tough for holiday SKUs because they're going to limit you to two hundred if it's a brand new SKU if it's not an old one.
1: Got it. Uh, and you guys also, um, you have you have built like a, a, a an Amazon Facebook bridge. Is that right? Could you tell us a bit about a bit about what that what that looks like? Just
0: for the record, we're coining that term. You'll <laughs> we'll see more in the future because it's incredibly powerful. Yeah. So the Facebook to Amazon bridge is a pilot house product.
3: Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a collaborative process with the, the Facebook buying team and the client, of course. Um, so maybe I'll let Taylor jump in and talk about, uh, Taylor Grayson's talking, talk about sort of the deal structure with the client. Um, but in terms of just Facebook to Amazon in the past, we typically leverage it for running discounts, running promos or rapidly ranking products. Um, in the past, I would use a unique discount code to, to track sales. Uh, because Amazon doesn't allow you to place Facebook pixel. Um, so you have to manage for either total overall, like total ROAS or track a discount code to track for that. Um, but in terms of deal structure, I'll let the the Facebook team dive into that and then we can talk a bit about how we kind of bounce back and forth and and work together on it.
2: Sounds good. Uh, I can jump in first and then maybe Grayson, if you want to follow up with any, any other other details as well. Um, so it ended up being a really cool process so for us on the facebook buying side we often work very closely with our clients to to support the promo side of things as well and and having uh that collaborative process between um what the promo structure looks like so in this case we um we actually did a split strategy where we had uh promo running on site um uh as well to capture the conversion intent um, and really leverage that and take advantage of that as well as diversify from our ads testing on Amazon, running direct to Amazon as well, where we had uh, the, the prime day promo there. Um, so with that, we created a full funnel diversified strategy um, and, uh, and tested both uh, and and saw great results with both. So it meant that we had you know twice as many legs to scale on um, in that short window. Um, kept the collaboration tight. We were in, in Slack communicating uh, with Rob and the team constantly, um, but it was really exciting for us because it, it meant that we were able to grow faster as well as um, reduce any risk in, in picking a strategy and running with it. We were able to diversify that and create a cohesive strategy.
0: And, and thanks, Taylor. And, and Grace, maybe you can get into the specifics of like, what that looks like on Facebook uh, in terms of like your, your normal campaigns to Shopify versus uh, spread to, to Amazon specifically.
4: For sure, so obviously, like we said, the, the, the purchase pixel won't be on the Amazon links, right? Um, but an interesting thing we saw was the, the Amazon link campaigns still had Facebook purchases in them. Um, so that's as people checking out the end uh, result and then doing shopping around and then eventually purchasing uh, on the Shopify store. Um, a lot of those campaigns were actually still profitable in cold prospecting uh for those amazon link campaigns um so what this means is you know the facebook pixel that we're using for the account isn't getting harmed by increasing spend on campaigns that aren't converting um and it means that you know there's still you know like losing brand loyalty for for sending traffic to amazon that's a big concern people have is is losing people from going off of their Shopify store to the Amazon store and then going there instead. Um, so yeah, by, by having a team that by having marketing team that controls both Amazon and Facebook, you know, you can really look at the thing holistically and then run both. Cool. Well said. And so guys, just, just break it down. So total
0: spend for just ballpark at all, but total spend for the, you know, the build up, the lead up, the actual days, uh, on on Facebook as well as Amazon in addition uh, just talk about the breakdown of uh, uh, what went where and why
2: totally yes so um, for so for the Amazon campaign specifically um, so we did uh, a total of about 30 grand spent over that time period Um, we also scaled up our evergreen content which supported We built the strategy around supporting that too um, and looking to gain momentum, sustainable momentum with that as well. Um, All in all, I did, yeah, well over probably close to 200 grand spend, maybe more, Um, saw our ROAS go really high, uh, good uptick compared to where it was before. Um, so, so it ha- ended up with some record breaking days, uh, for the client. Um, and, uh, yeah, and just awesome growth that we're still seeing carry on right now, which is exciting based on the way that the whole offer structure was built.
0: So you take your, you take your, your, your rev there. What was the total, like what percentage of traffic went to Amazon links? What percentage of traffic went to Shopify links?
2: Yeah, it was the, the majority went to Shopify links. Um, just, again, based on pixel thoughts and, and testing, I mean, where the scale kind of went as we moved, but um, yeah, I, I, would, I would say the vast majority going to Shopify, but then we saw the benefits on Amazon um, come from that too, as well, as well as spillover as Grayson mentioned.
0: So like 15% to Amazon kind of thing?
2: Probably about that, yeah.
0: And you didn't do more because you, you wanted to maintain the pixel quality, you wanted to make sure that Facebook was continuing to receive conversion events while you were scaling.
2: Exactly. Yeah, Cool. Yeah. Super cool.
3: Managing for like a total ROAS goal as well on, um, looking at Amazon spend and Amazon revenue, um, mm-hmm. per day. Uh, but on Amazon during that period, we spent, um, about nine grand on, on PPC, uh, which is up considerably from our regular daily budgets. Um, and that was scaling up with prime day traffic, uh, and additional shoppers. Very
0: cool. What about the ad creatives? So, Um, obviously PPCs, you know, keyword based, do your research optimize, uh, Rob, if there's anything else to expand on there, go for it. But Facebook, like what kind of ads were you running on Facebook for, for, for this event?
2: Yeah. Grace, do you want to jump in with that?
4: Sure. Yeah. So we had iterations of, of our winners and we kind of inserted prime day messaging into that. To um, so like known creative winners that we previously iterated on and found transitioning for this campaign. And then we just found new creatives as well and just tested those, but primarily just like static images. Um, and then pushing with Prime Day, like ad copy.
0: So I, I did look in the account. Um, it's the best winners are winning for the last, say, week or month. But then you, I, I believe, you actually put the Amazon logo in the ads themselves on Facebook. Is that right? Yeah.
4: Yeah. The Amazon lovers in like 90% of the creative we launched for this campaign. Wow. Cool. Are we allowed to, is, does Facebook allow that? It does. Yeah. Hmm. It does.
0: Cool.
3: Funny enough Amazon, we didn't put it in the We used the similar image in the Amazon listings to have that congruency. So when they hit the Amazon listing, they would see that like prime Day discount image. Yeah. Uh, we actually removed the Amazon logo from that because it's Amazon doesn't like you to use it in on their website.
0: Oh, that's so fun! Yeah,
1: incredible. And um, <clears throat> just before we uh, before we wrap up, um, is there you know is there one thing I, I'd love to hear one thing from the Amazon side and one thing from the Facebook Media Buying side that that you guys would recommend our audience take action on you know this this week to. To, to better prepare themselves for, uh, for, you know, the Q4 race. What would you guys suggest?
2: Jump in from the Facebook side. Um, I'd suggest, uh, depending on your relationship with uh, whether you work directly for a brand or if you work with an agency or if you're part of an agency that works with a brand, um, definitely have... Have open discussions on the offer structure knowing what what's worked for you historically and how you can structure um, growth not only from uh, your promo campaigns and upcoming promos throughout the rest of q4 but also how that fits in with your evergreen strategy Um, and you can leverage that momentum and see those results across the board for total account growth that was a huge win here Um, and uh, on top of the collaboration that we're going to continue to build on with the amazon side based on this uh, this experiment
1: Awesome. I actually, one thing I, sorry to interject there. Um, uh, this, I, I'm noticing this kind of bridge, uh, between, so, so we have it between Facebook and Amazon here. Um, I, I, I see in the Slack channel, a lot of folks are also, you know, there's like a Google Facebook bridge. There's sometimes a Snapchat Facebook bridge. And, um, I'm just wondering if somebody can explain the, the dynamics. Cause what I'm sensing is that Facebook is a really, it's a really optimal place for conversions to happen, but um, you know it just becomes more powerful when you feed it from these other other sources. Um, is, is that accurate, or, or how would you describe it? They,
0: um, we have,
3: go ahead. Um, I was going from say from an Amazon perspective, when you're bidding on PPC, um, PPC has a search volume, it's intent-based, whereas Facebook, you can bid on CPMs and you can scale spend a lot rapidly, a lot more rapidly and a lot quicker. Um, so it really allows you to take full advantage of sales days when you know people are primed for Prime Day. But on Amazon, you would have to rely on them to go to Amazon and search your keyword and find your product on sale. Whereas in Facebook, you can stick it in front of their face and tell them it's Prime Day, it's on sale now, go buy it. Um, and that's really, really powerful and it just allows you to reach more people quicker.
0: We have... Um... We have, I mean, we have lots of terms, but basically like each traffic source needs to protect the other You know, we've done measurements 20% 25% in, in the States. It's way higher now because of Amazon specifically people just look at a product. They go look for a cheaper version of the same thing. So, you know, 25 percent of people actually go bounce shop around look for reviews, check out Amazon come back in through search Blah, 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 blah. They may not buy. They buy through a Google link later after hitting, getting hit by retargeting. So all your traffic needs to work together and you need all these channels to catch, uh, catch the opportunity because there's a lot of people that are, that are bidding on your stuff, that are looking at your products and your brands and if you're not in the same place that your competition is, then you're gonna lose out on that sale.
1: Totally. Uh, great, I feel like you were gonna, you were gonna say a a specific action that somebody should take in the next, uh, in the next week or so.
4: Yeah. Like the big learning from this is like, you know, is not to be afraid of Amazon traffic and not to include Amazon into your funnel. Um, like even in our Amazon link campaigns, our ROAS was over three and that's just from being careful. Uh, about what Amazon link campaigns were scaling up, having that communication with uh, the Amazon team and the client as to like how that performance is doing on that end of things. Uh, and then people still going back to your brand. So especially in Q4, I would say don't let fear like dictate uh, your practices, like have confidence in your brand. If you have a strong brand um, that people will, will come back for your brand and not for Amazon.
1: Love awesome. It. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, um, any, anything else you guys, any, any other parting, parting words of advice or, or anything you'd like to, to wrap with?
3: Yeah. I would just say that like, if you don't have an Amazon presence, I think you're losing sales cause there is a, there is a particular buyer that is an Amazon buyer and they'll see your ad on Facebook. And if they can't find an Amazon, you lose that sale. Somebody's going to come back, but there's a certain percentage that aren't. So having that presence is really valuable. And to Grayson's point, it it doesn't take away from it. Um, And my one thing I would say, test Facebook to Amazon, give it a try. You can run a flash sale. You can run it for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. You can try launching a new product. Just tell your audience like, Hey, we're live on Amazon. Give it a test, find a way to track it, whether that's Amazon attribution or unique discount code, Uh, and you'll probably be surprised by how powerful it can be. You, you, it's
0: a good point, Rob. Like this idea of audiences—they're very much, especially now, uh, more than ever. There's a, there's just a group of people that are only going to buy stuff on Amazon, and uh, you can you can still get them using Facebook.
3: Yeah.
1: Awesome, guys. Well, well, thank you so much. Uh, and and uh, yeah, I'm not used to closing these things, so I've gotta work on that. No worries, Kyle. You
0: did a great job,
1: buddy. Well, thanks. All right. Um, all right, guys. It was
3: a pleasure, Thanks. guys. Thanks so much. Thanks you later. Yeah, thank you.